money talk. Bro. Here comes the money. Drive right by handle, flip him the bird, and then keep going. Thanks, bro. Money, money, money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill's off for Memorial Day, but we still do Moolah Monday with our own Guy Adami. Good morning, Guy. How are you? Yes, we do, Wayne. And I got to tell you, I know you're a serious guy and you want to play it straight. I get it. But, you know, I was looking at pictures of you, and you are Dr. Johnny Fever. I mean, you are Dr. Johnny Fever from WKRP in Cincinnati. That's that's a compliment, by the way. Have you ever been called that or no? No. Now, are you talking about in physical appearance or in attitude or in, both in, or I none? I would say more physical appearance if you look at sort of, if you go back and look at the pictures of, and WKRP was one of the great series. I don't know if you're a fan or not. You should be. But you're doctor, I'm gonna, I might have to start calling you Fever. I'm just saying. I'm putting right. it out there now. That is fine with me. So what do you want to talk about today, Fever? All right. Well, the first thing is um, the media is reporting this as if it's some sort of a new trend, but it really isn't. And it has to do with people, since they it's harder to hack into computers to get your information, they're just stealing it right out of the mailboxes. Right out of the mailbox. They're getting the old crowbar. They're doing it the old-fashioned way. Little Little elbow grease, and they're ripping you off blind. And that is... Unfortunate, but that speaks to, in my opinion, you know, that speaks to the having to have nuts. I think the the chasm between the wealthy and the non-wealthy continues to grow, and people are forced to do things that may. I, I'm not necessarily saying all these people were born criminals. Obviously, most of them are, but a lot of people have to resort to things that they never in their wildest dreams would have thought of, and this is one of them. And I think for a number of different reasons, not least of which. Energy costs continue to rise. Healthcare costs continue to rise. Education costs continue to rise. And, you know, if you don't have the wherewithal or intellect to do it vis-a-vis-a-vis the computer, you know, you just take your local, you know, you get your local uh, crowbar and, and hammer from your Home Depot, and you go and pill, pillage through a few mailboxes. It's it's unfortunate, and it's sad, and I think these people should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. But it's real, and it's been going on for a long time, and it seems to be on the rise. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's different techniques that they use. Everything from – well, we used to have a lot of cases when I worked with the feds. People would get their hands on those Aero postal keys. Uh, right. They could just walk into an apartment building and just open up the entire – multi-unit gang box all at once just like the postal the carrier does and then just and then just go about the yeah and then pick and choose what they want Another, i mean that yeah. was in the that was the pre everything's on camera era where you could probably get away with it a lot easier nowadays i mean i, I don't think there's a place you can go without you being videotaped by something or some someone so maybe that helps a little bit to assuage the fears of people but you know it's a it's a problem and again you know i don't I don't want to make light of it. I mean, it's sort of funny if you think about it, but it's not all that funny if you're mailing a check to your doctor or if you're paying bills and, you know, you think your bills are paid and then you get this notice like, wait a second, I, you know, I paid that bill. It's just the world we live in. And, you know, those people like me that send checks in the mail because I don't want to get hacked doing it over the computer. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And if you can't get into, if they can't get into your actual mailbox, they go to the blue mailboxes on the street and one approach you know those sticky traps for rodents 
Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, you and get one of those they, and you they, put it on a string. Line. Yeah, and you send it down in there and, and you can get 15 to 20 pieces of mail when you when you fish it back out. But here's another thing they're doing. Because the postal inspectors obviously are getting hip to this and they'll put surveillance on some of these mailboxes. They will dr- Now I don't know how often this is happening, but they will drive up and they will wrap a chain around the thing and just haul it away, pull it right up out of the sidewalk and drive off with it dragging behind their truck. This got we got nailed by this once a couple years ago and it was like a real small check. It was like 35 bucks or something like that. And I just happened to look at our account. It had gotten cash for two hundred fifty dollars. They just changed the numbers on it. But, no, they did not. Yes, hello, but, Jennifer. Jones, hi, Gaiadami. Good morning. Good to speak to you. Hello. But they told us too that they that they um, the thieves have this little thing. It's kind of like a coat hanger with a roach clip on the end. Yeah. So they just slip it down in there, but then it expands, kind of like it springs open, and then it grabs everything, and then just bloop. Pulls it all right it's back like out. The, it's like those carnival games when you go to the Friendly's restaurant. Yes. Kids, <laughs> yes. The, the claw. Hat, the claw. And they just, they, right, the claw. That Maybe these people should stop playing these games. And, you know, necessity is a mother invention. I get it. But think about if these folks use these clever ways to do actually good in the world. Instead of using it for nefarious purposes, put it to use in, for, the, for the good of mankind. I mean, they're clearly um, people with, intellect you would think or creative thinking you know do something good with your lives and if you're listening and usually i give a shout out to an area but obviously it's different today but wherever you're listening in that socal area if you're thinking about putting a chain on a mailbox rethink it read a book good advice hey let's let's move on to this because it's a great opportunity for me to learn something from you Uh Uh, so the headlines are the asian markets closed mixed Mixed. Uh, mixed so here's the main thing if you could please tell me if I'm here in the United States, mm-hmm. how important is it to me what happens in the Asian markets? Well, mixed markets suggest that you know we're going to be sort of muddled or mixed here, and the, and the futures indicate that if the market were to be open today, it would be open effectively unchanged. So when you hear mixed markets in Europe and mixed in Asia, it basically means that maybe the Chinese markets were higher, the Japanese markets were lower, uh, that, that type of thing. However, if you walk in at the ungodly time that you guys walk, guys and gals walk in there and hear Asia drops big on, on renewed concerns about tariffs, you should be concerned because 99 out of 100 times we will follow the lead from the Asian market. So ah. although it's – listen, although you can't get yourself crazy about this stuff, if you were to come in and somebody do a news hit and say Asian market's tanking on North Korean fears – it stands to reason that things are going to open up, open lower here in the United States. So we are these, these are global markets that trade as sovereign states, for sovereign states, but they're all connected. Don't kid yourself. This is like, basically, the Asian markets are important here because they go first. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. Yes, they go first, but then the Asian markets, if they're having a conversation, if there's a Wayne Resnick or a Dr. Johnny Fiva in China speaking to some guy Adami there, they would say that we're concerned because the U.S. markets go first. So it's very circular. You know, who leads who? You are correct that they basically lead us. They're ahead of us, obviously. But a lot of people think that the U.S. is still the driving force and the rest of the world takes their lead from us. I think you're right suggesting that they lead us, but 
you know, what, what do I know? I'm just uh, I'm just a talking head. It's I'm, like uh, I'm, when I'm they both say the radio and the TV. When they say uh, that you look at the Golden Globes to tell you what's going to happen at the Oscars. Look at you. That's what I'm talking about. Are those coming up, by the way, or did they happen already? I don't know. No, that stuff's, all, that stuff's all over for the year. That's all those all awards I know shows the are Tony over. Awards are coming up, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's one of my favorite nights. I dress, you know, I dress in my favorite character from the local uh, musicals on Broadway, and I, I sit around and, and watch it. Who are you going to dress as this year? Not sure. Very mm-hmm. hard to say. Um, I think maybe a character from Les Mis, perhaps. Like that guy, 24601. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. We will talk to you again soon. We can only hope. Listen, and, and I say this with full respect. The, the freedom you have to have your barbecues today um, were made possible by the men and women that made the ultimate sacrifice. So at least for 30 seconds today, uh, give yourself a time to reflect on what these folks did for us here in the United States. Good words. All right, Guy Adami, we'll talk to you again soon. Later.